Hello, my podcast family. I wanted to uh, jump on today before I start work and kind of go through some things I've uh, been studying this morning and uh, come to the revelation that um, throughout my walk with the Lord, I have had multiple spiritual attacks and have not been able to recognize them because I did not have anyone to teach me what to look for, um, you know, for that, that warfare. Um, so of course everyone has their own story. Um, but I feel like that I've had to kind of figure it out on my own. (laughs) Um, and it's really hard to disciple yourself. (laughs) It really is. It really is. But you know, it's taking me longer and I'm fighting harder to get there. So, I just praise God and thank Him for helping me get the education that I need, even if it's been difficult. It makes you appreciate it more, I believe. Okay, so let's get into this. Um, In 2 Corinthians 2 and 11, it says to be aware of the enemy's schemes. Um, The enemy tries to stop you. Uh, because like even in John 10 and 10, it says that the thief comes to only skill, to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have it to, it, to the full. So the scheme of the enemy, which is Satan, is to basically um, destroy your purpose, um, your calling that God has on your life your purpose for why you even exist. He's come to destroy that if he can. By doing things such as emotional damage, trauma, um, so he causes uh, frustration, different things like that. We'll go over all those in a moment. Um, The video I watched, I shared it in Facebook. And basically it is describing the different symptoms that you can see that you will know that you are getting a spiritual attack. Um, So in that um, lesson that I had today, I just felt like they were telling me, we're soldiers in an army for God. And what do soldiers do? We battle against the enemy. And so we are battling in a world that has fallen and... Uh, Satan is the little God of this world, the little G of this world. So he um, is able to attack you because he does have dominion from the fall of humanity. So the way that we can combat against him is to take authority over the spirits because Jesus has given us the keys to be able to fight against anything that he sends our way. So, when we start talking about anxiety, depression, trauma, um, maybe even thoughts of suicide, maybe um, thoughts of addiction, desire, pornography, uh, anything that comes in to take away from Jesus, because Jesus is supposed to be, or God is supposed to be first in our lives. So, in my belief, and you know, I'm not pushing this on anyone, but in my belief, there's the Trinity, God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. 
So those three things, when I say any of those names, I mean the full on entity of all three, okay? So um, he wants to destroy relationships as well. He wants to cause strife in every part of your life. He's very sneaky. And so we want to make sure that we are not allowing him to take hold of these parts of our lives. We go to the doctor, they give us medication, we see a therapist, all these different things, and we're expecting them to help us. Yes, they can temporarily, but until we full on look directly at the spirit of whatever it is and say, I do not want you anymore. You must flee. You must leave. It's going to keep harassing you. So there's a spirit of fear. Um, you can be afraid of spirits. You can be afraid of anything, you know. So you have to overcome that by rejecting the thought of fear. And know that God has peace for you above all understanding. Okay, so um, they mentioned in here that there are definitely spirits that attack uh, most of them are camouflage spirits that you cannot get rid of these spirits unless you realize that they are there. You have no idea that there's even a problem. So <clears throat> some of the ways that you can tell that you are being attacked is you might have a situation where if you try to pray or if you try to read the word in the Bible, you might begin to feel tired. Um, you know, if you worked all night and you're tired because of that that's understandable that's one time but it's this is something that happens continuously it's like a pattern when you start to read the bible and you start to become tired every single time you're under a spiritual attack um there's also spirits of depression confusion addiction there's so many um Okay, let's see. So in 1 Timothy 1 and 18, um, it talks about fighting hard. Let me get it pulled up here. I want to read exactly what it says. 1 Timothy, it's in the New Testament. There we go. 1 Timothy 1 and 18. All right. The charge to Timothy renewed. Timothy, my son, I'm giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you. So basically what they were saying is, is that you, you want to fight to keep that um, call going forward. Uh, it says once made about you so that by recalling them, you may fight the battle well, holding on to faith and a good conscience which some have rejected and so have suffered shipwreck with regard to the faith. So, it's saying that we do have to fight. We do have to fight to keep things uh, going. So, um, let's see if we can move on here. Um, the more you know about your enemy, the easier it will be to deal with, uh, with them. And let's see. I'm sorry for all the interruption, guys. Um, so the first 
thing that they mention here, the symptoms of an attack, is the lack of spiritual passion. Um, you're robbed of your praise. You can't pray. The Old Testament mentions to keep the fire burning at all times. They had a priest that would be responsible for that. So, to have that passion stirred up inside of you, which is where Jesus lives. Um, so, the desire is the most important thing um, to keep you going, right? So, you want to ever keep that flame burning inside of you. And if you notice that you're starting to lack that, you need to go back to your first love. It says go back to what you remember was your very first step. Now, you might even have people who are used <clears throat> by Satan to get you distracted and make you lose your passion. Um, maybe they'll put an ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend to harass you to get you distracted. Don't let the devil use other people to quench your zeal. Um, go to all night prayer meetings, have a foot washing, um, get involved in prayer, um, in prayer services. The destiny of God, um, is what we're trying to keep alive. Make sure you keep your zeal and your passion going. When you don't feel passionate anymore, then you need to stand up against the spirit, uh, that is trying to quench your praise and your, uh, passion. Uh, the next thing that you can see is extreme frustration. If you notice that you're mad about everything and you get frustrated very easily, if you think about it, um, this is pressure from the enemy. And basically, um, like as in um, oil that is on like um, gears, like on a machine. If you don't keep those well oiled, then the uh, the parts of the of the machine can no longer move. There's a lot of friction, so we have to have that oil applied, that anointing, in order to keep us from being frustrated. So we need to search out God and His anointing and be humble and pray and stay connected that way. Um, we also mentioned that they that you're that you need to be physically healthy, emotionally healthy, and spiritually healthy to have good healthy responses. If you're not healthy in any of these locations of your life, then you will not have a healthy response. Uh, so patterns of frustration is a good indication that you're having a spiritual attack. Um, it said that if you have these spiritual attacks that you need to dive into the word. You need to get into the word. You need to start praying and fasting, uh, going to prayer meetings again. These are things that help you stay connected. So it's important for us as soldiers to do the right things and follow. It's like boot camp. You know what you had to go through to get to being a soldier. So you want to stay sharp. So you continue to do those same practices in order to stay alert and ready at any time to have to fight the battle. So keep that in mind. That was from God because that wasn't even on the thing. Thank you, Lord. Um, also, it says that whenever you know you're in a spiritual attack, you need to renounce that spirit of whatever. So that that way you can deny and you can recognize that, they, that it is there. And it will, uh, it says in the Bible to resist the devil and he will flee. So once you identify it and you say leave, 
then you can, every time you are, are reminded by it, you continue to say, leave, leave. I don't want you anymore. Depression, leave. Anxiety, leave. Uh, spirit of suicide, leave. Everything that comes at you to attack, you tell it to leave. You take authority of the spirit of whatever it is and tell it to leave. The devil is under your feet. And telling, get thee behind me, Satan, for I want to see the glory of the Lord. So you tell that spirit of whatever to leave you. Keep that in mind throughout this whole thing. So I don't have to keep repeating it. uh, Because that's pretty much how you're going to get rid of this issue. I'm just trying to show you... um, Ways to know that you are under attack. You may become confused. The third point is that you may become confused about your purpose. God may have given you an idea or some some things that he had placed into you to do. But the enemy, the spirit of whatever, confusion I guess they call it, has come in and has distracted you to where you can no longer... um, focus on what it was that you were told that by God that you should do. So he, the, the devil does definitely come in to try to distract you from your purpose. So you need to make sure that you are staying in the word. Again, like I said before, tell that spirit of confusion to leave you alone. Um, I wrote a list because um, writing down a list of the things that I know that God told me to do, then now I will come back to that and say, yep, this is what I'm supposed to do. And I need to give this attention. So by doing this podcast today, that's one of the things that God has told me to do. And so I'm doing that. I'm also going to be, you know, focusing on my music more and learning more music, maybe even writing some more. So that's, you know, definitely someplace that I have to pray and fast and, you know, continue to do the things that I've done before so that I will stay passionate about the things that God has told me. Then you might also come to a place of lack of peace. Um, so whenever people get bad news or when things happen and you should probably be really, really stressed out, but for some reason you have a peace. Um, it's a peace that you know that God knows your outcome. Even though the situation amongst other people, they may be like, how in the world is she dealing with this? I would absolutely not be able to stand like she has or he has. And the reason is, is because you have had this peace about you where you've stayed in the word, you've stayed connected to God and you, uh, grab the emotions that take off to try to get you worried and you recenter yourself, um, so that you're not doubting yourself continually. You can even rest and be in warfare with this, with the devil. You can even rest in peace and have the knowledge of how to, um, defeat the enemy in your spiritual warfare. Okay. The next, uh, thing that you may notice if you're under a spiritual attack is sluggish or you're always tired. Uh, one thing they mentioned was maybe whenever you're trying to read the Bible, you start getting tired or you just want to give up. You've got to fight against it. You've got to pray against that spirit of sluggishness or lethargy or tiredness because the enemy has come to steal 
the, the benefit that you would get from reading the word. So again, he's wanting to still kill and destroy your purpose. And without you being able to get into the word and connect with the Lord, he's able to do that. <clears throat> now they also mentioned this is one of the top spirits um, that will attack um, because it's easy. It's something that our bodies, you know, would want to just rest. And we we all love to sleep to some degree. You know, you can't go without rest. Now, if you've been up, you know, a night or two and you're tired, it's understandable. This would be a continual month-long sluggishness. And you've slept 10 hours and you can't seem to get enough sleep. That's when you feel like that you're under a spiritual attack. And that's a pretty good sign that you are. So again, all the things I mentioned before, fasting and prayer, the word of God, uh, fight it, tell him to leave, um, bind that spirit of tiredness and sluggishness. Um, the sixth thing that they mention is that you may have a strong urge to quit your assignment, which I think I've already mentioned that as well, because again, the enemy has come just to still kill and destroy your purpose. So you have to get in your spirit that you're a soldier and you're fighting to keep that call on your life and that zeal. And again, all the things I mentioned, prayer, fasting, um, prayer meetings, things like that. Try to stay involved. Um, Number seven, being drawn back to old habits. This is one of the top ones they mentioned as well. So if you had bondages of alcohol, if you've smoked in the past, if you've looked at pornography, if you've had um, multiple relationships with no commitment, things like that, and you're continually, you know, being drawn to go back to that. Maybe that ex-boyfriend or that ex-girlfriend is trying to message you and you're still in another relationship. That's a pretty good Uh, indication that you're being under a spiritual attack to draw you back to old habits or old people. So they mentioned in this, and this was so revealing to me. Uh, So in second Peter, this is for folks who, when you're saved and you start to become delivered because I was delivered. I'm going to use this example. I was delivered miraculously. Never had another, uh, never had another yearning for a cigarette when I first got saved. Um, I did go back to smoking eventually, but I'm just saying at this, if I would have heard this scripture, it would have probably helped me tremendously because I would have been like, okay, I'm not going back to my same old things. So in second Peter two and 21, it says it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then return their back and then turn their backs to this on the sacred command that was passed on to them. This is verse 22. Of them, the Proverbs are true. A dog returns to its vomit and a sow that is washed returns to her wallowing in the mud. So basically you gotten up out of it and then you go right back to it. That would help me to not pick up another cigarette. Um, let's see. So if you're going back to old habits and you feel, okay, so I've, I've had situations where the desire or the, not even the desire, I don't even think that would be the right word. 
Okay, so I'm heading in the right direction, right? But I've got situations attacking me to get me distracted. So I've had ex-boyfriends contact me. Um, I've had um, rejection where I've sent things and then no response. And then I've had uh, past relationships bring up past hurts. Just when you're going in the right direction, you're going to have spiritual warfare. And you need to put on the full armor of God. And let me get that for you and give you that scripture. Well, I don't have it written down on this paper. I have like a little card on my refrigerator to remind me to put on my full armor. So I think it's in Ephesians and I'll try to locate that. Let me see. So that, let me go ahead and tell you about number eight, um, which has already been discussed. Um, it's the questioning of the direction of your calling. So when you feel like you're like, maybe I wasn't really called to do anything. Maybe I was mistaken. Maybe this is not something that I'm supposed to be doing. Um, That is definitely a spiritual attack. And they also mentioned um, one huge thing that we need to be aware of is that, um, I found it, is that at night is when those spiritual warfare happens. And they mentioned, be careful what you watch, what you listen to right before you go to bed. Um, because you're going to encounter problems when you sleep. Because that's when you're not at full attention. You can't rebuke the devil. You can't tell him to leave. You're sleeping. And so if you do happen to have to wake up because it keeps bothering you, definitely find a place and start praying and pray against that spirit. Okay? Um, So, I found the scripture for the full armor of God. It's in chapter 6 of Ephesians at chapter 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God. And they said to mention this, to to read this before you go to bed at night. So, again, uh, Ephesians 6 chapter uh, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes for our struggles is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms therefore put on the full armor of god so that when the day of evil comes you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. It's very important to pray for God's people. Pray also for anyone. It's basically for me. It's written by Paul, I think. He says, pray also for me 
that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. So even then, um, even Paul, who wrote a lot of the New Testament right there, he was always in spiritual battle. You can imagine what kind of uh, spiritual attacks that these disciples got and the apostles got during this time that they were going to be sending forth the gospel. So it's the same thing that we're fighting with today. So we need to make sure that we're putting on the full armor of God. Um, there's a spear. It says, um, let me find that again because that was such a good one. Uh, where was it? Isaiah 61 and 3. Let me pull it back up because I remembered it. I can't believe I remembered it that good. Isaiah 61 and 3. Okay. And provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead instead of a spirit of despair. So basically by putting on the garment of praise you're making the spirit of despair and heaviness leave you so that's why it's important for you to praise even if you're just singing this little light of mine okay even if you're singing this little light of mine just keep doing it just keep doing it and ask God for the anointing to keep flowing on you Um, tell him tell the enemy the spirit of heaviness to leave you alone to get away from you. You do not want it. Don't let the tormenting spirits bother you. Break every attack. We we will surrender to God and say, God, I do surrender to you. Break every uh, addiction, every desire that is not from you and tear it down because we're fighting against spiritual attacks and authorities and principalities. Those strongholds have to be pulled down. So, the Bible says, for whom the Lord sets free is free indeed. So, today, I pray that you are freed by this podcast. I appreciate you listening. Again, God is very happy that you are devoting yourself more into the Word. He wants to draw you so close. He loves you so much. He's in love with you. Absolutely 100% in love with you. And He wants you to know more about Him. And he wants to spend more time with you. So I pray that you're able to do that. And I pray for each and every person. If you do not know the Lord. And you want to ask him into your heart. It's pretty simple. Say Jesus. I believe that you are the son of God. And that you came to this earth. To save us from our sins. I want to ask you into my heart. I want to make you my Lord and Savior. And once you do that. Then now you are a Christian. I would find a church that. um, Will. Um teach you about the Bible and help you to become baptized in water and then pray for you to have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which gives you power and gives you understanding. Basically, the Holy Spirit guides you throughout your entire Christian life now. And that makes Jesus, it's basically Jesus inside of you with the Holy Spirit. So, 
there's a lot of good things that you can learn and I do pray for you. I pray that you're healthy and that God will continue to open up your spiritual life and glorify him in everything that you do. And I pray that you'll connect with me. I do have the ability to get sponsors now. So if you'll look at the um, place that I've shared this, there should be a support um, my podcast link <clears throat> that you can join and, and however you would like to support us would be great. So, um, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening. I'll see you around the merry-go-round. God bless.